Welcome to a special joint episode between Coping with Ghosting and the Ghost Podcast. I'm Rosemary from the Ghost Podcast, and I have with me today Greta from Coping with Ghosting. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm so glad we're doing another joint episode. Our joint episodes together have been some of my favorites. And today is a really special joint episode because you and I are going to take a look back at what we've accomplished since we started our podcast, where are we today versus where we were, what are some of our favorite things. And I'm really excited to just dive into this episode and get started. Me too. Okay, Greta. So my first question for you is, I'm really curious, why did you originally start your podcast, Coping with Ghosting? And when you first started it, what were your aspirations? What did you imagine it would become? What were your thoughts on what it would be? Such a good question. And I wanted to turn my pain into my purpose. So when I started the podcast, I had recently been ghosted by a friend. And yes, it hurt, but it really did not turn my life upside down in the way that some of the previous ghosting episodes had in the past. And I thought, you know, if this happened to me even 10 years ago, I would have been destroyed. I would have had really unhealthy coping mechanisms, but I had grown more confident and resilient over the years. And after it happened, I intentionally chose to process being ghosted in really healthy ways. And, you know, I was reflecting upon the stark contrast between this healthy response to being ghosted versus the past me, which would have just drowned in a tsunami of emotions. And I wouldn't have been able to get up for, I don't know how long. Right. And I just decided that I wanted to help people who were experiencing what I had been through in the past, the devastation, the shock, the heartbreak that comes with being ghosted I just wanted to share the important message that, hey, this isn't your fault. You didn't deserve this. It can get better over time if you use that time wisely and choose to heal in healthy ways. When did you start your podcast? Can you remind me? And how many episodes have you released? Oh, man. I think it was February 2021. And I think I've only done about 35 episodes. Okay. Yeah. So let me flip this question back to you. So why did you start your podcast and what did you imagine it would be at the beginning? So I started my podcast. It was not too long after you. It was August of 2021. And I have released, this will be my 39th episode and I've had about nine. Yeah. I've been doing every other week for a while. I had, I had sort of a shortage of content for a period of time. Um, but I try to do every other week and I've actually had almost 9,000 downloads, which is incredible. And I started this podcast because I came out of a long relationship and I was ghosted by the first person that I was really interested in. And it affected me in a way that was completely unexpected. It really, really hurt me and really traumatized me. And I was also just kind of shocked that ghosting was normalized because it hadn't been the last time I'd been in the dating world. And so for me, I really wanted my podcast to be a place to start a conversation. I found it really hard to find resources and I wanted to talk about this. And if no one else was talking about it, I wanted to create that place. My goal is really to allow people to share their stories. So as you know, when you've been ghosted, 
you're silenced and you get it, don't get a chance to say your part of the story, which is something I heard on your first episode that I really connected with. And so I really wanted to have a place for people to, to say their side of the story, talk about what happened and just have that place to process. And on the other side, hope that people who have ghosted others in the past could hear those stories and have them think about their actions if they were planning to go someone in the future. Wow. That's really great. And I definitely appreciate what you've done and how you've created a space for people to say what's on their hearts and for other people to listen and know that they're not alone. And I'm so happy that we connected almost immediately after our first episode and we've been able to collaborate. And that has been such a side benefit of doing the podcast is being being able to connect with you. Thank you. I feel the same way. It's great. I'm curious, can you tell me out of all the podcasts you've done, what has been your personal favorite episode and your favorite guest? And maybe those are two different episodes. Absolutely. Well, I really love them all. And so that's just very hard to just pick one. But the show that really blew my mind was called Who Ghosts and Why? Understanding Personality Disorders and Ghosting with Denise Dudley. This one was extremely informative and it was also really disturbing, but I'm glad that we recorded it because I think a lot of people were able to understand a deeper reason why somebody might ghost them. Additionally, there was another interview I did with Erin Fisher from Atlantic Mediation. So she's a mediator and together we created a free guide called six copy and paste texts to send to your ghosts. And I'm so grateful we did this collaboration because that guide is still available for free on my website, copingwithghosting.com. And I've had a lot of people download it and tell me that they really appreciate using it. I've had people come on my podcast who also listen to your podcast who've actually referred to that guide. And I remember you telling me about that shortly after you created it. So that's definitely such a positive outcome of the podcast to have something like that available for people. For sure. Is that also your most downloaded episode or was there a different one that's been downloaded the most often? The one that was downloaded the most often is called What to Do If You Are Being Ghosted and How to Handle the Return of Your Ghost with Dr. Natalie Jones. And I love this one. I definitely want her back on the show. I don't think it's as black or white as to never get back with your ghost. I think relationships are complex. And the reasons for ghosting are limitless. You know, people can change, but they often don't. And so I think the question of should I restart a relationship with the person who ghosted me should be answered on a case-by-case basis. I know that's really controversial, but I do believe it depends on the circumstances. I mean, overall in romance, I think somebody who ghosts is not the right fit. The one would never ghost, but sometimes there are really unique circumstances as to why somebody would disappear. I remember listening to that episode. I liked that one a lot as well. I really learned something from it. Mm -hmm. So what about you? What's your favorite episode? Who's your favorite guest? And what's been your most downloaded episode? I've had a couple different favorites. So I've asked a lot of people to come on the podcast and I've had just like no response from people. I always figure why not ask, but someone that I did ask was Jonathan Astley and he's got 143,000 followers on YouTube. And I was really surprised that he said yes. 
Mm-hmm. And so he might be my favorite guest just because, you know, he's really, he's written several books. He's um, very well known and, and very uh, followed and his podcast is really great. So having him come on the podcast was definitely a bonus. My personal favorite episode though, would be the one about the rise of Tinder and why dating apps want you single paired with the 333 dating episode about how to actually date effectively. And I really like those two. And I feel like those are the most value out of everything I've produced because it really gets to this idea of swipe culture and it's how it's actually shifted people's perceptions of relationships and it's actually changed human connections. And to me, I'm always really curious about the why of things. So for me, that was a huge learning experience to realize this dating app industry is such a billion dollar industry, $4 billion, and how people today are growing up with swipe culture and they don't even know or have um, concepts of what it's like to connect with people outside of dating apps, which to me is just really fascinating about how technology has changed how we connect today. It's changed how people interact. And it really gets to the root of why ghosting is so normalized. Mm-hmm. My most downloaded episode, though, is the one I did with Mike Thomas on why people ghost. And that episode has had over 900 downloads. And he actually just came on um, my other podcast, which I was going to talk about a little bit later. And he just really gets, I think, to the heart of trauma and how it affects people's cognitive abilities, people's connections with the mind body. And I think um, there's something in the episode that people really, really liked because that one's just been really popular. I love that episode. Thank you so much for having that guest. That was amazing. It's so funny because I actually met him on a dating app and I have this joke that everybody I know today, I either met on a dating app or through my podcast and we've never had in person or anything, but I have found podcast podcast guests through dating apps, which is a, a positive side effect. That's incredible. Predic, I'm really curious about this next question I have for you. Since you started the podcast, what are the top things that you have learned either about yourself or just about the world or relationships in general? And how has it changed or affected you? Wow. Okay. So this is such a huge question. I think I was really surprised by how universal an issue ghosting is. My podcast has been downloaded on pretty much every single continent except Antarctica, I found it really interesting to do a deep dive on the many reasons why people ghost. There's a great quote by Dr. Scott Lyons, which says, they ghost because they can't bear to be here with their truth, your truth, and the vulnerable intimacy of communication. And another quote that really blew my mind was from a social worker named Malia Coy. And she says this, as a therapist, clients have admitted ghosting as a protection when they when the relationship was going really well. They felt terrified of a safe, secure, emotionally available partner. They ended the relationship abruptly because it was going well and feared showing someone they admired their vulnerable, insecure parts. Ghosting can be so harmful because those being ghosted often cling to their worst fears about themselves. And in many cases, that's not true. I find it quite harmful to try to understand the ghost's motivation. And I agree. I think one of the most important messages I can give to people is that it's really harmful to assume that you know why you were ghosted. I mean, part of this definition is that you didn't get an explanation, right? And so I think it's important to accept it and 
definitely reflect back on the relationship, but not to try to assume or overanalyze or try to just like go through every single possible reason why this could have happened. Cause it's just, you just don't know. And then another thing is that we know that being ghosted isn't personal. It's, it's not you, it's them. But a long time ago, I thought that the ghost had all the power, that they were so cool, that they were too cool for me. You know, I must have done something wrong. But I've come to the realization that ghosting is wrong. It's avoidant. It's rude. It's unattractive. It can be cruel and abusive behavior. And when people ghost, it shows that they're unable or unwilling to be in a healthy relationship at this time. And it really suggests that they have severe communication issues. So I don't think that somebody's relationship with a ghost was a waste of time because I think that you have an opportunity to reflect and heal and grow and use the lessons from the experience and apply them to the future relationships. But overall, I've just learned so much about ghosting. We have a lot of similarities over the top things that we've learned. I wrote down, I wrote down four things. And before I say my four things, um, I just, I want to think I really want to clarify because I feel like I say this over and over in the podcast, but I feel like it's still a point I have to clarify is that when you and I are talking about ghosting, we're talking about the def- dictionary definition when someone ends a personal relationship by disappearing without explanation. Because I still hear a lot of people refer to other things of ghosting of just stop texting someone that you've never met or someone on a dating app or something like that. And so I just want to kind of, I want to clarify that my lessons learned are about that definition of ghosting. And and when I speak about ghosting, and I think when you do as well, that that's what really what we're talking about. So my, my first one was same, same as yours is that it's not about me. And when I look back at when I was first ghosted with the episode that led to the creation of this podcast to where I am today, I felt really bad about myself and I felt like I was so stupid and how could I fall for this and what was wrong with me? And now I just feel like you said it is, it's not about me at all. It is completely about this other person. And along with that, and similar to what you said is I actually have developed a lot of empathy for ghosters. And I remember, I think you came on my fourth episode and I was really angry at that point in time. And you were talking about this concept of empathy for your ghoster. And I just was like in my head, like, I don't know how I could ever get there, but I feel like I've grown a lot personally to the point where I am. And to me, it's how sad is it that these people literally cannot communicate? They can't, they're lacking a basic skill of humanity, of maturity, connection, and communication. It's such a huge part of what makes us human and that they just lack this ability. And to me, I think I've also learned that there are really two types of people who go sort of going along with these these people who lack this basic skill. And I, I really do from the, the stories I've heard um, from the people who come on the podcast, I think that there are these two different types. And I'm curious to hear what you think um, after I talk about this. But first, I do think that there are those people who are cruel, who do it out of, they do it intentionally, and that they're narcissists or that they do it as a game. I think that's more of a minority, but I definitely have had people come on the podcast who've had interactions with people like this. Mm-hmm. And then I think like the other side of it that's more common is just people who are just deeply emotionally disconnected, deeply emotionally immature, incapable, and whether that comes from trauma, immaturity, lack of introspection. But I think that that probably makes up the majority 
of the ghosters. And again, that leads back to this empathy of how sad is it that these people have these lives where they just lack this ability to connect with people. And the last thing I want to say before I'm curious to hear your response to that, Greta, is ghosting is real trauma. And when it happens to you, you feel like you're crazy, right? Like you feel like maybe it really wasn't that bad or did I imagine it? Because you don't get this chance to have this conversation to talk about it. And to me, again, that's really the cruelty of ghosting is because it fucks with your head so badly. But getting to hear so many people's stories, talk to so many people, I've had a lot of people reach out to me who have not wanted to come on the podcast, but have just, you know, wanted me to let wanted to let me know that hearing the stories just helped them so much. It really makes this a real issue for me and that this is something that we need to talk about. I hear you. Yeah. And when I heard you talk about those two categories of people who do the majority of the ghosting, I'm not exactly sure because I'm the type of person that really needs to see a study about the different types of people who ghost and why and see their personality disorders quantified and characterized. I would be interested to see who does the majority of ghosting and why. And so I think that's a topic for academics to look at. Yeah. And again, I think there's a lot of situations that people call ghosting, but to actually end a relationship with someone that you have a connection with, whether it's an exclusive romantic relationship, a non-exclusive romantic relationship, a friendship, but to end that relationship, to make that choice, to just never speak to them again and ignore their existence. I feel like there has to be either intention behind that, or it's because they lack that maturity to to have that hard conversation. Right. Like that's so depressing. Um, It's really sad. But Greta, I mean, outside of these things that you've learned, which it sounds like you and I both learned so much from the podcast that we've done, are there is there anything unexpected that has been an outcome of doing the podcast for you? So I started a private coping with ghosting Facebook group, and I really love it. Members can post their stories using their names or anonymously, and other group members have provided really incredible support. So I invite anyone to join it. It's free. It's on Facebook. It's Coping with Ghosting. And then I also had some live support groups that I did. Unfortunately, I had to cancel them because of all the different time zone conflicts with all the members, but I hope to reopen it again soon. And then another huge benefit is, you know, after interviewing all these mental health experts, I've learned a lot of great ways to cope with everyday issues. And one problem that keeps on appearing in my life is a high level of cancellations. So there was about a two-week period earlier this year where I got canceled on by a dentist, a nutritionist, a friend, and a coworker. And I was just like, can anything even happen? And it was really frustrating, right? It's It's not, obviously it's not ghosting, but it's this feeling of, okay, something's going to happen or something's going to go this way. And I expect this future. And then it just doesn't, it just disappears. Nothing happens and you have to reschedule and it is frustrating. And so I've been able to take the coping with ghosting skill set 
which is highly transferable and use it for these really annoying situations. You know, self-care, self-compassion, deep breathing, allowing myself to feel really frustrated with the outcome or the non-outcome of being canceled on. So I'm grateful for all of the healthy healing practices that I've learned. I think that touches on something else that I've thought a lot about is you hear a lot about in social media about, you know, ghosting or when something doesn't go well is to have this self-worth. And I think it's kind of like a chicken and egg scenario because you kind of have to, you have to have that self-worth, but part of that self-worth is going through something difficult and then sort of finding yourself and having that connection with yourself. And so I really like what you just said is that a lot of that skill set is building up that self-confidence, that self-worth to go back to those lessons that we talked about, to learn that it's really not you and to survive and to, to move forward with learning the best, out, best lesson that you can out of this situation. Absolutely. What about you? What's an unexpected outcome of your podcast? I've actually made several really good friends from the podcast. And I actually even started another podcast with a guest who's come on my show a couple of times. And she's based in London. So I'm going to go to visit her actually in April. And we have this great new podcast together, which has been fantastic. And then just, yeah, the relationships and the connections I've made has, it's not something I really expected to happen, but has been just an amazing outcome. That's beautiful. And Greta, I'm curious to know from when you first started the podcast and how you felt about ghosting at the time, how has that changed from when you started it? How do you feel about ghosting today? I still think that it's poor behavior. It's crummy. It's rude. Again, like I said, it can be really abusive, cruel behavior. And I feel like there needs to be more education and awareness about it. We've talked about this before, starting an anti-ghosting movement. But I also think that healthy communication dynamics and empathy skills should be mandatory classes in public schools. Because teaching people how to communicate honestly, authentically, effectively, compassionately, that would save a lot of unnecessary suffering. I agree with you so much. And that came up on an episode I did where we were talking about how there doesn't really seem to be like a public forum to talk about how to have relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And that's such an important skill, right? Again, that's what yeah. part of what makes us human is these connections and these communication. It's how do you learn that? Do you learn it from watching movies? Do you learn it from the media? And that can be, you know, that can give you a really distorted view about the way things are in life. It's not true. I mean, one one thing I hear all the time it's sort of uh, cited in podcasts is the notebook and that mm-hmm. movie and how that's actually like a super screwed up relationship, but it's kind of held up as this like romantic um, pinnacle that everybody should strive towards. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think there's a lot of issues with the media. When I was growing up, I just remember watching things and thinking this is the way our society is. This is what's normal. This is how we should treat people. But these are really over-dramatized episodes of people misbehaving in a lot of cases. And they're just doing it like as clickbait to sell because it's it's interesting. These TV shows are fascinating, but they're not, like you were saying, showing healthy communication dynamics in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. For me, The whole experience from when I started the podcast to now has just been, it's been honestly this incredible journey. 
coinciding with starting the podcast, I also started doing a lot of self-work and therapy. I started reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of other podcasts. I've had guests on the show that I've learned a lot, just a lot of resources that have come to me through this journey. And it feels like it's all interconnected to bring me to this place that I didn't even imagine myself being in a couple of years ago. I feel happier. I feel a lot more comfortable. It's led to uh, exploration of a lot of different types of relationships in my life. And honestly, a complete shift in perspective on how I view relationships and connections with other people. I am just, I, I remember having conversations with people a couple of years ago about the types of relationships they were having. And to me, it was something that wasn't conceivable for me, but now I've, I've found that I've grown to a place where I'm a lot more open to all kinds of things and all kinds of experiences. I started traveling again. Uh, recently, I went to Turkey and Ireland, and I'm going to London to see my friend. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm planning a trip to Berlin. So I just really feel, yeah, I mean, it's been, I mean, the podcast is part of it, but it's all kind of like, I said, it's kind of all part of this journey for me. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for all the people that I've met through the podcast, all the guests that have had a chance to share their story, all the friends that I've made. And, you know, the way I feel about ghosting now is I feel like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Even the best of us, even me, I still get ghosted. I actually got stood up recently, which I couldn't believe. I Somebody I was supposed to go on a date with and was texting me like constantly just didn't show up. And looking back, I was just like, there was no red flags I could have seen. But I really learned to take that from a different way to be like, wow, that's really sad for him that he literally just couldn't tell me that he didn't want to meet me for dinner or whatever the situation was. And versus feeling, you know, hurt by that or having a painful experience for that. So I'm grateful for this journey. I'm grateful to have met you. And I'm really excited to see what happens next. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And that was his loss. So, Mm -hmm. wow. So what's next for you? For me, the Ghost Podcast has always been, you know, just a side project for me. I definitely want to continue to share people's stories as they come to me. I've got a couple um, lined up, continue to just educate people about ghosting and what it's like. Um, I'm also focusing a lot on my new podcast, which is really exciting. So for me, just continue to grow and evolve. Um, I'm always trying and doing new things. I'm going to start Taekwondo lessons next week, which I'm excited about. Um, And a lot of it, I got that confidence from, you know, all of these experiences that I've talked about. So I'm just excited to keep growing, exploring, connecting and see what happens next. How about you? What's next for you? Wow, that's amazing. Um, Well, I've created a Take Your Power Back workshop, which is a video download. And I made it with fellow coach SDK and we're definitely trying to get it out there as soon as possible. If you want to hear a podcast with her, we did one called Move Forward After Being Ghosted, Positive Self-Talk with SDK. And so the workshop is designed to help people heal, feel more peace in their hearts after being ghosted, move forward in healthy ways. And it's something that's going to come out in the springtime. So I'm excited about that. Also, we had talked about making anti-ghosting PSA t-shirts, I think, don't ghost, be kind, or be kind, don't ghost. So I'm hoping that that will happen. I don't know how, but um, maybe I'll find time after that workshop has launched. That's so exciting. You've got that workshop going. I think the more you can do that and collaborate with people and get that out in the world, it's just all part of both of our mission of 
you know, educating people about this topic. Yeah. And yes, I definitely want to do the merchandise again, getting our message out there, have people see someone just walking around. Maybe it'll trigger something for them. You never really yeah. know what the ripple effect is of what you put out in the universe. I know. So exciting. How can listeners connect with you? You can find me at theghostpodcast.com. If you have a ghost story that you would like to share, you can reach out to me at theghostpodcaststories at gmail.com. And I'm also on Instagram and TikTok at theghostpodcaststories. How about you, Greta? Listeners can connect with me at copingwithghosting.com or follow me on social media at copingwithghosting. And this show will be available on both of our podcasts. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you.